Head off on a space adventure every week with The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. Sure, there's lots of actual play podcasts out there. Heck, you can throw a rock and hit a dozen of them. But are any of these D&D podcasts sci-fi campaigns? You can't shake a stick at them because there ain't many, if any. That's what sets these veteran gamers and their podcasts apart from the sea of actual play podcasts. Give The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, a listen. You can find them on the web at thehomebrewpodcast.com or anywhere podcasts are found. The links are in the description below. Greetings and salutations, my fellow DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all the other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Bill, and it's time for another DM Quick Tip. We've all sat at that table, you know the one, where everyone will be talking about it and what happened for a long time. Most recollections will start with, I can't believe, or do you remember? And the one, if you're a player that misses a session now and again, that you really don't want to hear, you should have been there. By the end of the session, your ribs ache, your jaw is sore, and you've been crying for 10 minutes straight. It feels like ages since you've laughed that hard. I'd like to introduce the Beer and Pretzels Game Master. The Beer and Pretzels Game Master doesn't take the game as seriously as some of the other Game Master styles. Perhaps as a new Game Master, it's, it's because they're not familiar with the rules. So they're just going to wing it. This could be a one-shot with the intent of levity and not being so serious this one time. Or this style Game Master just doesn't really know any other style. The rules are there to help keep things kind of in the field of play. If the player can give a decent explanation of their actions, then it's probably going to fly. If bending some of the rules is a bit needed for the character to have a moment in the spotlight, then so be it. The Beer and Pretzels Game Master not only wants everyone to have a good time, but fully embraces the rule of cool. Now, for the 10 or 12 of you that may have never heard of the rule of cool, let me explain. When your game master is using the rule of cool, the written rules are often bent and sometimes mostly overlooked for colorful and very descriptive actions. For instance, your cleric needs to jump from point A to point B, but there's a gap in the way. His strength says that he can jump 15 feet. The problem being the gap is 18 feet. But before the cleric makes his run and jump attempt, he explains he's going to go into a series of cartwheels. Since your 15 feet is judged from where your feet start and where your feet land, he's going to launch off with a handspring, therefore giving him an extra 4 or 5 feet distance with his feet well over the edge of the opening before he leaves the ground. Now, the rules in the book say it doesn't work that way. But the rule of cool says that's ingenious and an awesome way of getting around the rules in the book. How about this one? Your bard is on stage for a performance. She brandishes one of her instruments and begins to play. Despite all the bonuses that she's going to have to add to her performance role, when she rolls a natural one, it's a one. An epic fail. Now seizing the opportunity during the confusion at the table and the bewildered pause of the game master, the player announces loudly that her character looks at her instrument, the moment a couple horrid and off tones emanate from it, then casts the instrument to the floor and stomps it into pieces quickly then brandishing another instrument and begins to play the tune. Sheepishly, asking the game master for a re-roll. Now the rules as written says that's two actions, but the rule of cool says 
go for it. You reacted quick enough that no one seems to notice the off tones, or they agree that what you did to your instrument is now pretty damn cool, and you're looking forward to a better performance. Let's be real. Who doesn't enjoy a performer stomping the hell out of one of their instruments? That's the rule of cool and how the players go about it. But what about the game master? Here's an instant that popped up at our table. The party was in the heat of battle against a giant. All the player characters were positioning themselves for spells and attacks. One of the fighter class characters was going to come up from behind and slash at the back of the giant's legs to take it down to a more manageable position. As the character closed on the giant for the attack, the giant, having the same initiative as the player character, turned to engage a different opponent, not seeing anyone coming from behind. The game master asked the fighter to make a dex check. The roll went horribly wrong, and a natural one was staring back at the player, almost in a mocking fashion. The game master quickly asked for an attack roll, hoping that despite the fact that the dexterity save was missed, the character was probably going to crash right into the giant anyways, possibly a successful attack could be made to save the situation. Well, shit, a three was rolled. Even with bonuses, there is no way that attack was hitting anything but air. Now, there are several ways to handle this scene. But we're talking about the beer and pretzels game master here, aren't we? And what happened, you may wonder? Well, the attacking character tripped on the foot of the thief, who was also trying to attack from the rear on a previous round and missed. Our fighter now is stumbling towards the rear of the giant and swinging wildly with a very ineffective sword. The character, as predicted, plowed right into the back end of the giant. With no hands free to stop his forceful progression, found his head, shoved right up the giant's ass. With that vision sinking in, I'll pause a couple seconds for you to laugh. Now, the giant now has the initiative and begins spinning wildly around, trying to find out what has caused this unexpected and uncomfortable sensation. As the giant does so, the giant the struck character is taken off his feet when the giant swings around and is slammed into one of the other party members, doing damage to both characters and completely disrupting the carefully set battle plans of the group. This particular encounter lasted for about half an hour. Kind of funny, right? Especially when everything was fairly serious up to that point. Now, the Beer and Pretzels Game Master is going to allow these kinds of antics during the entire gameplay. Almost all of it driven by the playful imaginations of the players. Some may be staged by the Game Master now and again, but usually they don't have to. This Game Master is willing to let the mob rule. Only occasionally kicking the party back into the field of play by dropping encounters with NPCs or monsters, just so there can be some structure to the scenario progression. Also providing the next points from which a whole new set of antics can spring. In most cases, this type of gameplay is best suited for your one-off game or a short run of scenarios. It can be hard to keep a group together for any length of time when they don't seem to be getting anywheres, or are constantly jumping from one story arc to another. Now don't get me wrong, I love seeing a game spin off and nearly completely out of control, right after a player pulls some crazy-ass shit, and the Game Master gets their beer and pretzels hat on. It helps to break the tension, pulls the timid players into the storyline, and can refresh the entire table. With that in mind, Game Masters, be ready to loosen up the reins and look for the opportunities to embrace the fun and chaos. Trust me, a bit of chaos goes a long way to bracket and emphasize the following game sessions where seriousness 
tension, and suspense are the order of the day. Players enjoy a great fun that comes from the beer and pretzel moment or session, but show some respect to your game master when they say stop. Enough is enough. The story has been prepared and deserves to see the light of day. And that's the old man's nod to the beer and pretzels game master. See you next time in the dojo.